Welcome to the Anglican Church of the Good Shepherd, Pelham, Alabama podcast. This is your host, Deacon Andrew Brazier. Hey, this is Deacon Andrew Brazier with the Anglican Church of the Good Shepherd in Pelham, Alabama. I wanted to do a new series on the classic Book of Common Prayer Catechism. And we'll be doing this by using the 1928 Book of Common Prayer, the American Version. This short catechism is brief and to the point, but has classically been required of all those who wish to become members of the Anglican Church, and not only members, but also to be confirmed members by going through the process of confirmation. Traditionally, it was taught to all the children who were being raised up in the church and who were preparing for their own confirmations, or also for those adult believers who were coming into the Anglican tradition. So we'll start now with the Catechism as found in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. A Catechism, that is to say an instruction, to be learned by every person before we be brought to be confirmed by the bishop. Question. What is your name? Answer. Andrew. Who gave you this name? My sponsors in baptism wherein I was made a member of Christ, the child of God, and an inheritor of the kingdom of heaven. What did your sponsors then for you? They did promise and vow three things in my name. First, that I should renounce the devil and all his works, the pomps and vanity of this wicked world, and all the sinful lusts of flesh. Secondly, that I should believe all the articles of the Christian faith. And thirdly, that I should keep God's holy will and commandments and walk in the same all the days of my life. Question. Dost thou not think that thou art bound to believe and to do as they have promised for thee? Yes, verily, and by God's help so I will. And I heartily thank our Heavenly Father that he hath called me to this state of salvation through Jesus Christ our Savior. And I pray unto God to give me his grace, that I may continue in the same until my life's end. Catechist, rehearse the articles of thy belief. The answer, I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell, The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Question. What dost thou chiefly learn? In these articles of thy belief. First, I learned to believe in God the Father, who hath made me and all the world. Secondly, in God the Son, who hath redeemed me and all mankind. Thirdly, in God the Holy Ghost, who sanctifieth me and all the people of God. Question. 
You said that your sponsors did promise for you that you should keep God's commandments. Tell me, how many there are? Ten. Question, which are they? The same which God spake in the 20th chapter of Exodus, saying, I am the Lord thy God, who, was, who brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. 1. Thou shalt have none other gods but me. 2. Thou shalt not make to thyself any graven image, nor the likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or in the earth beneath, or in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down to them, nor worship them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, and visit the sins of the fathers upon the children, unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and show mercy unto thousands of them that love me, and keep my commandments. 3. Thou shalt not take the Lord the name of the Lord thy God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. 4. Remember that thou keep the holy the Sabbath day. Six days shalt thou labor and do all that thou hast to do. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt do no manner of work. Thou and thy son and thy daughter, thy manservant and thy maidservant, thy cattle and the stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the seventh day and hallowed it. 5. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. 6. Thou shalt do no murder. 7. Thou shalt not commit adultery. 8. Thou shalt not steal. 9. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. 10. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his servant, nor his maid, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is his. Question. What dost thou chiefly learn by these commandments? I learned two things, my duty towards God and my duty towards my neighbor. Question. What is thy duty towards God? My duty towards God is to believe in Him, to fear Him, and to love Him with all my heart, with all my mind, with all my soul, and with all my strength. To worship Him, to give Him thanks. To put my whole trust in Him, to call upon Him. To honor His holy name and His word and to serve him truly all the days of my life. Question. What is thy duty towards thy neighbor? My duty towards my neighbor is to love him as myself, and to do all men as I would that they should do unto me. To love, honor, and succor my mother and my father. To honor and obey the civil authority. To submit myself to all my governors, teachers, spiritual pastors, and masters to order myself lowly and reverently to all my betters, to hurt nobody by word or deed, to be true and just in all my dealings, to bear no malice nor hatred in my heart, to keep my hands from picking and stealing and my tongue from evil speaking, lying and slandering, to keep my body in temperance, soberness, and chastity, not to covet nor desire other men's goods, to learn and labor truly to get mine own living. And I do my duty in that state of life unto which it shall please God to call me. Catechist, 
My good child, know this, that thou art not able to do these things thyself, nor to walk in the commandments of God and to serve him without his special grace, which thou must learn at all times to call for by diligent prayer. Let me hear, therefore, if thou canst sayest, Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Question. What desirest thou of God in this prayer? I desire my Lord God, our Heavenly Father, who is the giver of all goodness, to send His grace unto me and to all people, that we may worship Him, serve Him, and obey Him, as we ought to do. And I pray unto God that He will send us all things that are needful both for our souls and our bodies, that He will be merciful unto us and forgive us our sins, that it will please Him to save and defend us in all dangers of both soul and body, and that He will keep us from all sin and wickedness and from our spiritual enemy, and from everlasting death. And this I trust he will do of his mercy and goodness through our Lord Jesus Christ. And therefore I say, Amen, so be it. Question. How many sacraments hath Christ ordained in his church? Two only. It is generally necessary to salvation. That is to say, baptism and the supper of the Lord. Question. What meanest thou by this word sacrament? I mean an outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace given unto us, ordained by Christ himself as a means whereby we receive the same and a pledge to assure us thereof. Question. How many parts are there in a sacrament? Two. The outward visible sign and the inward spiritual grace. Question. What is the outward visible sign or form in baptism? Water wherein the person is baptized in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. What is the inward and spiritual grace? A death unto sin, and a new birth unto righteousness. For being by nature born in sin, and the children of wrath, we are hereby made the children of grace. Question. What is required of persons to be baptized? Repentance, whereby they forsake sin, and faith whereby they steadfastly believe the promises of God made to them in that sacrament. Question. Why then are infants baptized when, by reason of their tender age, they cannot perform them? Answer. Because they promise them both by their sureties, which promise, when they come to age, themselves are bound to perform. Question. Why was the sacrament of the Lord's Supper ordained? for the continual remembrance of the sacrifice of the death of Christ, and of the benefits which we receive thereby. What is the outward part or sign of the Lord's Supper? Bread and wine, which the Lord hath commanded to be received. Question. What is the inward part or thing signified? The body and blood of Christ, which are spiritually taken and received, by the faithful and the Lord's Supper. Question. What are the benefits whereof we are partakers thereby? The strengthening and refreshing of our souls by the body and blood of Christ, as our bodies are by the bread and wine. Question. 
what is required of those who come to the Lord's Supper? To examine themselves, whether they repent them truly of their former sins, steadfastly purposing to lead a new life, have a lively faith in God's mercy through Christ, the thankful remembrance of his death, and be in charity with all men. That's the conclusion of the Catechism, and now the following are the rubrics that are appended to the end of the Catechism in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. The minister of every parish shall diligently, upon Sundays and holy days, or on some other convenient occasions, openly in the church, instruct or examine so many children of his parish, sent unto him, as he shall think convenient, in some part of this Catechism. And all fathers, mothers, masters, and mistresses shall cause their children, servants, and apprentices, who have not learned their catechism, to come to the church at the time appointed, and obediently to hear and to be ordered by the minister, until such time as they have learned all that is here appointed for them to learn. So soon as children are to come to a competent age, and can say the Creed, the Lord's Prayer, and the Ten Commandments, and can answer to the other questions of the short catechism, they shall be brought to the bishop. And whensoever the bishop shall give knowledge for children to be brought unto him for their confirmation, the minister of every parish shall either bring or send in writing, with his hand subscribed thereunto, the names of all such persons within his parish, as he shall think it to be presented to the bishop to be confirmed. Thank you again for joining us on the Anglican Church of the Good Shepherd, Pelham, Alabama podcast. We hope that you'd visit us in person. We have Sunday worship uh, every Sunday at 1030 in the morning. And you can visit us on our website at www.goodshepherdacna.com or visit us on Facebook at Good Shepherd ACNA. Also, if you enjoy the podcast, please like, subscribe, and rate the podcast. It not only makes us feel better, but more importantly, it helps those who are searching for Anglican podcasts find podcasts like this one and other ones that are out there on the web. Thank you, God bless, and have a good one. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit, lift up your hearts. We lift them up unto the Lord. Let us give thanks unto our Lord God. It is meet and right so to do.